Welcome to the Complete Leader Podcast, giving leaders the tools and information they need to grow and change their worlds. Now here's your host, Dale Dixon. Accountability for somebody else. Welcome to the Complete Leader Podcast, everything you need to become a high-performing leader. I'm your host, Dale Dixon. In this podcast, it's a companion to the Complete Leader book by Ron Price and Randy Lisk, and each week we dive into one of the core competencies of leadership uh, that is detailed, defined in the book. And that book breaks down those, those core competencies into four areas. Leaders are clear thinkers, leaders lead themselves, leaders lead others, and leaders are authentic. And today we are taking a look in under that subject heading of leaders lead themselves, specifically at personal accountability. Ron Price, great to be with you today. Good to be with you, Dale. So uh, we were having a conversation before we we hit the record button on the podcast that uh, as you go into a and work with a client and you start talking about this idea of personal accountability, you often hear leaders say, Absolutely. We need to bring more accountability to the organization and people in the organization. You follow up with a great response and question. Yeah, my, I, I follow up, Dale, with a question. So does that mean that you need to be more accountable? And of course, the answer is almost always, no, 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 no. It's not about me. It's about everybody else. Of course, that's the first sign that you probably can grow more personal accountability. Mm. <laughs> So let's talk about this, this idea, and in, in, in previous episodes of The Complete Leader and this idea of leaders leading themselves, you've mentioned that uh, this idea of personal accountability is where most people start their leadership journey. Why is that? Yeah, well, first of all, I think that we're all growing our own leadership brand. So it's not just Coke that has a brand uh, or Nordstrom's that has a brand. We have a leadership brand. That brand is what other people believe about us. And I think that in the leader's journey, it begins with what people believe about your ability to follow through on what you said you were going to do, your ability to take responsibility and not blame others, your ability to accept feedback from others. I think that's where our leadership brand begins. Of course, it doesn't end there. It also includes how well we make decisions. Have we demonstrated wisdom? Have we demonstrated a a good grasp of the circumstances around decisions we make? And it includes our ability to execute on um, the way that we lead other people, the way that we guide them. So there, there are a lot of components or facets to our leadership brand. But for most of it, it all begins in how we lead ourselves. And personal accountability is one of the most important aspects of how we lead ourselves. Well, the elephant in the room is that conflicting idea about accountability that people around us need it and uh, I've got it figured out. So how do we work through that that conflict that we have? I know I have it and uh, yeah. I know I've, I've had those conversations and I've heard other leaders say the same exact thing that you said. So how do we deal with that conflict? Well, it may go back to the messages that we got from our parents or our teachers when we were in school. Accountability somehow meant that you need to do something that you don't want to do. Accountability really is a neutral word, but oftentimes it gets employed in a negative context. So we think that being accountable is being, quote, called on the carpet. But I think accountability is also being recognized for something that you did that worked out well. The reality is that accountability is just being answerable for the consequences of your actions. Sometimes those are good actions that caused a great result. Sometimes those are actions that didn't get the result you were looking for, and you have to be willing to take the responsibility for it. 
So it's easy for us to want other people to be accountable, say, to the rules or to their commitments or their responsibilities. But, you know, Dale, this is not just a decision or it's not just a character trait. Yeah, it is a character trait to be accountable, but it's also a learned skill. So when I differentiate between a character trait and a learned skill, a character trait is our commitment or our aspiration to be governed by a value in the way that we behave. But the skill is learning how to do it. It's learning how to build it as a capacity, learning how to build it as character in practical ways, not just the decision that we want to be that way. So let's dive in and develop this skill. How do we do it? Well, first, let's define it. So I think the broad definition is that it's a measure of the capacity to be answerable for your personal actions. So a measure of the capacity, to what extent have you learned how to be answerable or to take responsibility for your personal actions? I would say the opposite of it is what we often refer to as blame, defend, and deny. So where you blame other people for something, you defend yourself and say, wait a minute, it's not my fault or you deny that it even happened and you try to sort of smooth it over. So accepting the consequences of your decisions and your actions is where you're answerable for those things. Oftentimes as people are moving into senior leadership positions, part of the conversation that I have with them is, as a senior leader, you're not judged based on your efforts. You're not judged based on your intentions. As a senior leader, you're judged based on your results. So we're just going to assume that you have the right intentions. We're going to assume that you put a lot of effort into it, but we're going to judge your leadership effectiveness based on what results you're able to accomplish. And that's really being answerable for the consequences of your actions. Part of it, in my mind, is refusing to be a victim. For all of us, we have things that don't work out the way we wanted them to. For all of us, whether it's in our professional life or our, our personal life, we have things that go wrong and we have a choice in that moment to either say it's not my fault, which essentially says I'm a, I'm a victim of something outside of myself, or to take responsibility for the results even though we couldn't control everything that was happening. So if it's a blame game, it's hard to do that because you want to protect your, your ego. You want to protect your sense of self. But if it's about responsibility, not blame, I can say, you know, it was my responsibility to achieve this goal. I didn't achieve it. And I'm accountable for the fact that I didn't achieve it. And I refuse to be a victim and to give my power away to the circumstances. I want to hold on to that power myself. That's powerful and requires uh, constant diligence. It's one of the funny dichotomies of personal accountability. True personal accountability, you let other people judge the good or the bad of what you did. You let other people say, you know what, you did everything you could have, even though we didn't get the results, or to say that you should have overcome those obstacles. You really give that authority away to other people to judge you as a leader. And that's one of the dichotomies of what real personal accountability is about. It's your willingness to surrender to others the judgment of what you've done. Hmm. Effort versus result. Yeah. One of, one of my clients recently, we were having a conversation about challenges in his organization, and he actually has a very high-performing organization. They've been very, very successful. But he told me that one of the keys to their success was that he had built a culture where he continually said to everybody, bad news doesn't age well. 
And he had reinforced that over and over again. He had thanked people when they brought bad news to him early, and he had challenged people when they waited and didn't bring the bad news to him right away. And over time, he'd built this culture where people knew that when something bad happens, we need to talk about it soon. And I think that's one demonstration of personal accountability. That's a great line. Bad news does not age well. Okay. And that leads to transparency, really, is getting people to be transparent about what's going on quickly. I think it's a great demonstration of personal accountability, is that both good and bad, I make sure that the people around me who depend on me know what's going on, and I don't hide or cover up or deny, or I don't try to to somehow fix it without the people around me knowing what's going on. Now, I'm not I'm not taking that to an extreme, but it's a posture, it's an attitude, it's a mindset where you're not trying to hide, but you're making sure that the people who need to know, know, and it's not a blame game, it's not uh, that somehow you're embarrassed, but you recognize this is part of your commitment in being accountable to them and being accountable to yourself. So how do we grow this skill of personal accountability? Yeah, great, great question. So I think the first thing that is a great way to build personal accountability. So you're not just saying, I want to be more and more accountable. Write down the commitments that you make. Write down the commitments that you make to others and that you make to yourself. Have a an accountability notebook that you keep and then go back and score yourself for how well you followed through with what you promised to yourself or others. A lot of us struggle because we get just too busy. We've got too many things going on and we're trying to satisfy too many people. And the reality is whether you're keeping score yourself or not, they are. And if you want to become more personally accountable, you keep score. Don't just wait for other people to come and tell you that you don't do a very good job of following through on your commitments. The second thing I'd recommend is learn how to follow something that actually comes from the New Testament of the Bible. Jesus said at one point, let your yes be yes and let your no be no. He said, don't make oaths. Recognize that every time you say, yes, I'll do this or no, I won't, that that in and of itself is a demonstration of your character based on whether or not you follow through or not. And the only way that you can truly let your yes be yes and your no be no is you can't say yes to everything. You have to learn how to say no to some things. You can't say no to everything. You can't just say, no, I won't do that. I won't do that. You have to find out how to balance how many times you say, yes, I'll do it, and then make sure that you follow through, and how many times that you say no. And even when it means saying no to somebody higher than you in an organization, you really have to learn how to negotiate that. You really have to learn how to help them to understand what's realistic because it's unfair for them for you to say yes when you know you can't execute. And it's unfair for them for you to say no without giving them an opportunity to help you define and understand what accountability is in particular situations. So the second thing is learn how to not say yes to everything, but also don't say no to everything. Third is to combine what we've talked about in these previous podcasts around self-management, because a lot of the skills that we talked about in self-management, how you exercise self-control, how you organize and execute around your priorities, these are critical building blocks to increasing your personal accountability. And remember, it's both a character trait. So a character trait is this is a value that I aspire to govern my behaviors by. And it's a learned skill where you practice and get better and get better and get better over time. And Dale, my last suggestion is a practical step is ask somebody else 
to give you specific feedback about how consistently you follow through on the commitments that you've made. We have to let other people be our mirrors because they often see us better than we see ourselves. So some people around you that are trusted advisors, people that you know they care about your success, ask them periodically to give you feedback. Am I following through on my commitments or have I developed a reputation, a leadership brand where you can't depend on me to follow through on what I said I was going to do? And it's that uh, holding a mirror up that helps us grow the most see where those yeah. challenges are. Yeah, and Dale, uh, the skills around being an effective leader, a complete leader, are not something that you master at a point in time and then you can move on. This area of personal accountability is a constant area that I have to work on building new skills in because there's a lot happening around me to challenge this character trait and this skill. There are a, a lot of commitments that I make, and unfortunately, I have to confess to you that there's some people, I know who they are right now, that don't think that I'm a complete leader in this area of following through on commitments. They don't judge my intent. They're gracious and kind about my intent, but they would say that I have not mastered this skill as I should yet because I still struggle on, on saying yes at the right time and not saying yes to something that isn't really realistic and then following through to everything that I said yes about. Great challenges for us today. Ron Price, co-author of The Complete Leader, thank you so much for your time and uh, really setting us on a terrific course to get better in this, this core competency of personal accountability. This is The Complete Leader Podcast, everything you need to become a high-performing leader. Thanks for listening to The Complete Leader Podcast. Find more online, thecompleteleader.org.